0: Welcome to the Shot of Expresso podcast, presented to you by Ray's Ramblings. Are you on a mission to be great? Because life is way too short to not make the most of it. My name is Ray Gardner, and I wanted this podcast to serve as a mirror. And for you to look in the mirror and hold yourself accountable to be the best version of yourself. Let's be great together. Let's get it, people. What's up, people? welcome to the shot of espresso all right right now i'm with one of my closest friends all right uh the mental and physical guru all right somebody that that probably will whoop you all right if you disrespect her but at the same time uh get you uh mentally and physically right uh it's someone that uh i see uh every two weeks to make sure my body is right and also to make sure my mental is right. I'm gonna let her introduce herself. All right, so I'm just gonna only give you a little minor intro, all right? Uh, today, before we let her do her thing, all right, we, we gonna introduce my girl, all right, Erin Garrity, mm-hmm. all right? And, um, and we are gonna put her through the lightning round. The lightning round of one minute of questions that she have no damn idea about. So, Erin, you ready today?
1: I'm ready to
0: rock and roll. All right. <laughs> All right. So this is how we're going to work it. you got one minute to answer as many of these questions as possible. Some of them is one question, another. All right. And uh, and some of them you got to put a little bit more thought into. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Oh, I ain't never seen her nerves before, babe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's do this thing. All right. I'm going to put one minute on the clock. And we're going to start right now. All right so uh aaron uh, yoga or meditation
1: Oof, um God. meditation
0: okay I all, right. <laughs> all right uh dancing or singing
1: oh dancing
0: dancing I right. i figured that all right what's your favorite body part to lift
1: body part to lift that that i would be like working yeah my back probably yeah.
0: oh i didn't I know, know that we to i eat. love
1: to work that back
0: oh all <laughs> right uh what is your dream car
1: uh, I'm actually driving an Audi. Oh, we're
0: gonna talk about <laughs> yeah. that in a second. All right. All right uh, your favorite color combo to wear?
1: Um, I've been fancying the yellow black lately as a elegant bumblebee. Apparently.
0: Okay, I like it. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. Uh, would you jump in if Matt was getting beat up by Conor McGregor?
1: Oh shit. Yeah, just for the experience, but also I gotta have my baby's back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite musical artist?
1: Oh. um... Lately, it's been Sophie Tucker.
0: Okay. Uh, most exotic place you ever been?
1: Um, Bali. I guess. Okay.
0: Yeah. And the last question, all right, because the timer just hit me. What is one hobby that's kind of out there that no one knows that is your, one of your favorites?
1: Hmm. Um, I, I guess less people know that I study Japanese. So that's a <laughs> that's a hobby oh! that I have.
0: You know, that's that's awesome because. Uh, as as I was preparing for this, I was trying to figure out how I can just get you to lead you into saying something about uh, the Japanese language. Uh, you and I talked about it, and it was, like, incredible. So I was like, I didn't know that. So I'm like, I feel like that's probably one of the, the toughest languages to learn. Do you only know?
1: So I know, like, a little bit of Spanish, but, like, not much. Um, Japanese came to me easier than some people, maybe, because I was very interested in it. Okay. And I recently have, um, so I studied martial arts for a long time, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, I got this, like, wanting to go to Japan, and I didn't think that they were connected, and I've been studying yoga for a long time, and then all of a sudden I have this. Like itch to go to India, so I there's something in the art that imprinted in me, I think. So, anyways, when I went to Japan, when like just knowing the language, um, I just understood things about the culture that didn't like it didn't make sense that I knew these things, but Japanese was sort of a natural thing for me. Um, wow. Yeah.
0: Is that the only other language you know outside of English? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's...
1: I mean, Sanskrit a little bit, okay, like okay, the other yeah, language, yeah, yeah. so...
0: Yeah, well, most people go at least to Spanish before they go all the way to Japanese, <laughs> yeah. but, like, but, and knowing you for a long time, you don't do stuff the typical way.
1: Yeah, I, I maybe I, I kind of reach for the um, biggest challenge, like, right yeah. off the bat, just because it's my nature, because, um, I don't know, I, I, I like a challenge, and I'll always rise up to it, and I know that challenges just, like, how you are, it brings out the best in us, yeah. right? So even if we're scared shitless, yeah. like, we're still going to go
0: for it. Yeah. So. And, you know, Aaron, that's, honestly, that's one of the things I love about you, to be honest. Oh. Uh, because we train together uh, two days a week. We do. And uh, I often say, ah, this is going to be tough. And you give me this blank stare and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and some of the stuff I put you through is, uh, is specific to you because I know you can handle it. So, uh, so it's the perfect way to dive into who the hell is Aaron. The thing is, when people say like, "Come to me," and uh, they come with mental issues or or just physical pain, one of my common answers is, "You need to go see Aaron." (laughs) One of the common responses is, "Who is Aaron? What does she do? Is she certified? Is she doing this? Is she a therapist? Is she a mental?" My typical response is my pops uh who you work with yes is one of the hardest people to deal with uh when they come to like he would you only got one chance with him like if he ever come back twice you are something special mm. so for me i just remember us talking one time and it just sold me um i said you said uh right when i was leaving you said hey ray i just want you to do me a favor i said yeah anything you say only send me the people that's the in the worst condition and I said holy shit because I don't even want the people that's in the worst condition Mm -hmm. and you said it because once again that's a challenge for you that you never back down from Mm. so uh so Aaron, just uh tell the people a little about who are you all right what do you do
1: yeah so I am a yoga therapist. Uh, I combine elements of uh, yoga therapy, um, pranayama, which is breath work, uh, yoga posture, meditation, uh, along with body work. And there's other sort of um, ways that I can kind of see. I guess people, a lot of people, when they get to know me, they, they know that I can see the, them in their present state. I, I, I can drop in and really see them beyond the walls that they've put up. Whether it be physical, mental, emotional, or even spiritual. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um, a lot of people crave to be seen and heard, but you have to have a very calm mind and you have to have presence to really see and be with someone and know who they are beyond the facade that they put up. Because everybody has masks, everybody has walls, right? Yeah. Because we've all been hurt. We've all had suffering. A lot of us have experienced trauma. So I like to work with the people that nobody else can figure out, <sighs> that the doctors don't know what to do with, <laughs> and maybe even that they've had this chronic condition for a while because it's very satisfying for me to show them that there is a way, because they've tried all the other things, Yeah. and then just this girl, they might not know what she's up to, but she's just in a yoga studio, yeah. like yeah. wearing a mala, and just yeah. like... Yeah. You know, has half her head shaved or whatever, like, happens to be able to crack that code within them. And I think you have a similar thing because, mm-hmm. you know, you grew up on the streets, right? Yeah. And you kind of like the underdog. But yeah. then here you are in all your glory. And, like, yeah. you inspire so many freaking people. Like, my dad, like, was like, oh, my God, Ray texted me, like, two weeks ago. and <laughs> we, like, talked about it for, like, 20 minutes, <laughs> you know, about, like, how excited he, he was about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just... I really I love people okay I care about people and I also hold space for their suffering so whether it's physical mental emotional I hold space for it and I'm able to help them with coaching it's either I show them how to hack their own subconscious okay so they can let go of very painful belief systems that cause them to sabotage things in their life or in the physical realm sometimes it's both at the same time but in the physical realm, I'm able to look at people's patterns, their, their tension patterns in their body, of their fascia, like gripping and holding on and pulling that causes misalignments and causes their nervous system to be um, in sympathetic dominance, which they're just in that fight or flight. Um, I help them to get out of that space and get into the zone of healing. So whether I'm coaching you, I'm doing body work, I'm doing something in between, I help you drop into a space of healing within you.
0: Ah, oh, so what... What is what's one of the um the most common hacks uh that you see that you have to use for individuals? I know a difference between de- depending on who it is. Yeah. Uh but what's one of the the most common masks that you, you see and you recognize and what's one of the ways that you go about uh helping them remove that mask?
1: Yeah. So um so for example, if I have somebody come to me that is kind of like um they have like a fierceness and like a um I want to say the word impatience, but how can I be less yoga about it yeah. <laughs> with my descriptions? <laughs> Breathe into your right foot. Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Um,
1: when, when somebody has like a lot of anger about okay. them and they do, they, they're just super tense, right? Um, a lot of times there's shame underneath that pattern, right? And um, they've been hurt. And so they have a protective layer of anger over them. Okay. Because it serves a function, right? It yep. serves a purpose. If you've been hurt, if you, I mean, I deal with people, they, they've been everything from, like, molested to abused, like, and then there's sometimes, like, you know, things that may, may be considered a little bit lighter on the spectrum. Okay. But um, they'll they'll be just, like, freaking angry about everything because they have pain inside of them that if you come near it, right, it's it's unprocessed. And in yoga we call it amma which means it's just a toxic substance okay and they're protecting it because they don't know how to deal with it. So um, when people come to me with that pattern because I am fierce yeah. <laughs> and I'm not afraid, yeah. <laughs> just like how you're not afraid. You can yeah. go there with people and you yeah. can tease them because yeah. you have the confidence. Yeah. Um, you're able to go and, and like guide and even take that journey with people. And so you go through the anger, you create a, a layer of safety so they feel secure and open to go through that anger with you. And they know you're not scared. That's a big deal. Yeah. And then if you have enough space, you can go into shame. And shame and guilt are two huge things that I help people to shed and process in my coaching practice.
0: Okay, what, what's the difference between shame and guilt?
1: So shame, shame is a statement in your mind that's like, I am wrong. Okay. There is something defective with me. Okay. Guilt is more of like, I did wrong. Or like, if, if shame is like, I'm not enough, guilt is like, it's never enough as uh, in the actions that you take, right? So there's similar wow. flavor, right? But okay. one is more like personalized, and the other is more performance-based.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Dang, that sounds like I'm about to have to put that on a shirt or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll help to, you come up yeah. with a quote. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, so this is a question that I honestly just have because I feel like uh, we have the same superpower. I just don't know how I, outside of the grace of the big man, how I acquired it. So like in school and all your schooling, were you ever taught what the mask looked like or over time of experiencing real life and coming to the, to the education portion, you was able to link them together. The reason why I asked is because I didn't take any education on reading body language. Mm-hmm. I just always really, really cared about people. And I really was always curious. And I can really tell when somebody is putting on a mask. Hey, how you doing, Aaron? Yeah, I'm great. How about you? And I'm like, it's ah, yeah. you lying to me. What's wrong? And the reason why I asked is because I don't know how I developed it, um, but it has been super powerful to be like, hey, Aaron, you, you Bush and it was really going on mm-hmm. because I didn't have people. I asked that question and people end up tearing up and, and crying and then they tell me the real stuff. So, like, how did you I mean, how, how did you acquire this power or how do you think you acquired the power?
1: So I think uh, it's similar to your story, right? It's This is the particular skill of being able to see that people are not being real with you. Um, and and also, uh, the next set of skills is actually calling bullshit on it, right? Okay, because yeah, that takes yeah. a certain level of courage yeah, going there with someone because it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Could people have that mask on for a reason, right? Because uh, they're suffering on the inside. They don't want you to see. They, they think it's not okay to, you know, have... A broader palette than like happy or you know, tired, you know. Like, but we have a broad spectrum of emotions, and so I hold space for that. Um, so I think just being around people and and really, again, like you said, the word curiosity, being curious about people, loving them. Um, I did a lot of self work mm. um, to love myself, mm. and I believe that love is it's so powerful, you know. And um, you know. Like, I, I'm a big fan of, like, say I love you to your friends, like, yeah. which we do, yeah, right? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of, like, say it to to everyone, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. so many people just, like, I don't know, they're weird about it, but, like, I just want to show people that I love them um, because I've had that journey of love within myself that was so powerful because I didn't always love myself. Yeah. You know, I had, um, had an eating disorder for 12 years. Um, I was very like harsh and angry with myself. I beat myself up all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that was just layers of protection I had on me. So I guess I can view people's masks as protection, right? <sighs> now, if you create a safe space for someone and they know that you love them, yeah. like you exude love. I love yeah. that about you. <laughs> yeah. I, I know that I do that too. With people and they, they feel at ease with me. Mm. When somebody feels safe, they will open up. And so I've seen that process of creating more safety in mm. myself, being less violent ah. with myself and how that opened me up. And now I'm able to do it with others. So it shows of your work too, you know, even if you might not put a word to it, but you've done a lot of development and, yeah. and self-growth and self-love, mm. right? Which it's, um sometimes, you know, people that are haters might be like, oh, you're a narcissist or like, oh, yeah. like all you care about is yourself. No yeah if you don't love yourself like as RuPaul would say if you don't love yourself how in the (laughs) hell are you gonna love somebody else can I get an amen amen my sister (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's true like you know people think that skills that we acquire all from like mental training you Mm -hmm. know studying a book being in the mind but there's so much to be learned from personal experience and allowing feeling and love to guide you Mm -hmm. it's It's a powerful force that uh, melts away any blocks that we might have from really, truly connecting with people.
0: You know, that's it's so fascinating you say this because I was having a little bourbon over the weekend and a cigar with my pops. And I said, you know, the proudest thing that ever happened to me to this day, one of, top three, honestly, and it's so small, like top three. I mean marriage is up there and probably random number 2 and, and this is 3 is the fact that uh, I come from Detroit and in Detroit it's hard to get props so like we call it jock riding you know what I'm so like if I said oh Aaron that was a great game Steve would be like dang get off her job like you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. like it was it was a way of with, you know how you, it's never good enough Right. You know, like mm-hmm. you score forty points, but you miss one layup, and somebody We're harping on that, on that. You yeah. know, to say my dad and I mm-hmm. always said we love each other. So as a kid, I always grew up with my mom. Obviously said, but my dad always saying it. You know, and so as I got older, I used to always say, "Well, you do not say that to another person in Detroit, especially another male." Mm-hmm. Right. So like one of the top three things that's that give me the chills to this day is when I get off the phone with my Detroit friends. A lot of times they say it first. Oh. Like, you know, we got to, I mean, we still a man, so, all right, bro. Love your dog. Whatever. Like, you know, it ain't <laughs> never like, you know what I'm i love, It's no passionate thing, but, like, but like now, man, like, I was just on a Zoom call. One of my best friends is just getting married, and we had a Zoom call where we just, uh, we drank and we we toasted to him, and everybody just said how much we love each other. Oh. And that is unheard of from a kid from Detroit, you know? So, Aaron, um. How did you how did you get into this yoga thing? Because according to my recollection, you, you thought it was shitty, right? Like yeah. you didn't always you wasn't born to be a yoga instructor. Like nope, how did nope. you get into this thing?
1: Yeah, so um I just I have to tell the story of my first yoga class. Okay. Um so I it was like a an an extra credit I had to get in college, right? Okay, what and college so, did you go to? Uh so I went to two, I went to uh like um uh, LCCC, it was like Luzerne County Community College for my first two years. And then I went to a university where I got my bachelor's in English, etc. But uh, LCCC, I went there and... Where is that, in Florida? No, that's in Pennsylvania.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So I went there and I had to take an extracurricular and I was like, all right, yoga. Like, And honestly, I was like, I'm already flexible. It's going to be an easy A because yeah. like, I was into martial arts, yeah. right?
0: Is this before yoga was like in...
1: So this was, so I'm, I'm 36 now. This was when I was 19 or 20. Okay. So probably.
0: Yeah. Because yoga <laughs> is kind of the shit now, but like, but, yeah, but it beforehand is. it was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. it wasn't really um, as talked about. It okay. definitely, you know, I don't even know when lululemon came around, but anyways. Um, so I, I went to the class. It was all dark in there, and um, you know we had these mats. So I unrolled the mat. I didn't know anything about yoga at all. I was I was such a noob, and so I remember the instructor talking. So slow. (laughs) And I was a different person. I was very like, let's get it done. Come on. Like, I got shit to do. Like, wrap it up. And she was just like, okay, now you're just going to. And, like, the pauses between her words. I was like, woman!
0: I can't even fit you like this I because, like... I was so I,
1: mad. I was, like, shaking you got with
0: that me. voice, too. Like... I know, you know.
1: Now I do. I, like, I, I have to uh, be careful about my yogic descriptions with certain yeah. things. People are just like, what the fuck are you <laughs> yeah. talking about? Um, so I was in, like, tree pose, I remember. And she was, like... She kept us there for, like, 90 seconds. And I was just so angry. I was, like, shooting bullets at her from my eyes. And so after that, I was, like well, this is fucking stupid, mm-hmm. and I didn't want to go back. Mm-hmm. Fast forward like two years, no, three three years. Um, I'm in Japan and I wanted to get fit, you know, mm-hmm. it was a totally physical thing and um, I saw this um, you know, uh, Madonna uh, when she um, let go or uh, released that, uh, R- the Ray of Light album, and she okay. w- got really into Ashtanga yoga. She had like a six pack, and I was like, oh, okay, Madonna. So then I was like, interested in yoga again for purely physical reasons okay. um so my dad actually wound up getting me a dvd by a well-known yoga instructor shiva ray so i fast forwarded through all the bullshit that was all like spiritual blah blah, blah yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah. i didn't believe in any of that and um i just i did the flow and i was like sweating and you know like lifting on my leg and doing i didn't do headstand but i did all these inversions and then there's a part where you just lie in the mat And I was in my Japanese apartment on the tatami mats. And so I like had that woody smell. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all the pain left from my body. And I felt freedom. I felt lightness. And I just, I started crying. And I didn't cry at that point in my life. And I just felt God like pulsing through me. I didn't know what it was because I didn't believe in God at that time. Okay. And I felt just this peace come over me and my 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 brain quieted and i was just so i was present for maybe the first time in my life and it lasted like 90 seconds but it was enough to shift me to know that there was something to this yoga stuff and so then after that, I was like, all right, well, yoga's the shit. Like, let's yeah. do this. All right, I fucking love yoga. And then I, like, played the DVD, like, two times, and it was, like, seeking that feeling again, which I got it sometimes. And other times, like, my brain got in the way. I didn't okay. really get the relationship of, oh, it was presence. Oh, this is, like, something that happens sometimes. Or you have to, like, focus your mind, basically. I didn't yep. connect the dots yet so I was so new to it. But that that started me on the path. Um, and then you know, I continued with it because I you know for martial arts like I did a lot of fighting I was like one of the number one fighters in my gym. So <laughs> yeah, state championships all this
0: This was in Pennsylvania. This
1: is in Pennsylvania. Okay. Yeah um, So my body was pretty beat up for martial arts um, And yoga just started making me feel good and then I just started feeling lighter more open I used to not like people to touch me. I used to not like hugs
0: what
1: i know we I, all the time i know yeah. and i love it but like i wasn't always that way because okay. i just had a lot of violence and anger okay. on the inside it's like when w- the example i gave about shame and anger i had a lot of shame and so i had a lot of anger ah. if anyone got near that shame back off because okay. i will attack you like i would lash out on people all the time i was very unhappy um so yoga just like bit by bit the layers peeled off and all of a sudden i started to like like myself Mm. more and more and then you know i went through one teacher training and another teacher training and then i got extra trainings um and then here i am with my own studio two studios and You know, leading trainings and retreats. And um, it's, you know, when something really radically changes your life in that profound way, you you know, when you think things are hopeless, then uh, you share it it with everyone.
0: That's awesome. With, you know, with the boom of fitness in general, uh, you see a lot of gyms, you see a lot of yoga studios. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what, what makes Thrive different?
1: So thrive, we have, a, we definitely have. How
0: did you even a, come up with the name? Like, is
1: oh, that's a good question. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was in yoga teacher training, my, my three hundred level, and I knew I wanted to open a studio, which mm-hmm. that's a that's a whole nother story. But it basically, I had people like nagging me and say, when are you going to open your own studio? When are you going to open your own that's studio?" the question. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to own a studio. It's too much work. And then it finally just hit me that yeah. I did anyways i was in my 300 for yoga teacher training and i was just kind of put it out there to the hive mind and one of the gals jody she's like because i was thinking i was like these are the colors that that i want and like i picture a girl in like a handstand and she's like thrive and i was like like as soon as she said it i was like zing it was like a lightning bolt and that was it yeah so i was just around a person in in my spiritual community I, i opened up you know um to receiving and she said it and i was like like when i heard it i was like absolutely that's it
0: no ifs ands and buts yeah just
1: thrive yoga and fitness that's and that's what it is um that's what it became um so yeah that's how i came up with the name and as far as the difference is um or how thrive is special we um we have our own little culture at thrive where we hold space for you like you don't have to come in and pretend that you're happy you don't have to come in you know looking like with your best yoga pants or whatever and all the accessories like we teach authentic yoga from the eight limbs um we hold space like i don't know how many times i've held people and they just like cry in my shoulder like a student that's been in my class once or twice we hold space for that and and your human condition and we guide you using not just the physical posture, which is called asana, but we teach all of the eight limbs like pranayama, uh, prachahara, reigning in your senses. Um, we, we teach you how to reach that deeper space inside of you, and that is our main focus. Okay. Right? It's less about the handstand. Yeah. that's fun too but it's more about that inner journey and so the types of workshops we do we try to have a variety you know some like fun like my friend does a torque asana, yeah, yeah, really yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. but but it's also like infused in that is like like body positivity and yeah. power right i'm doing a healing your inner child workshop mm-hmm. in november and that is just going deep and again like Creating a safe space yeah. for people to come together as a community and grow spiritually. Yeah. I guess that would be the best way to describe Thrive. And there's, you have to have a certain team to do that. You know, it's not just... Like uh, no offense but pure bar. You yeah. know, it's kind of like just go through the movements, look good, yeah. work that yeah. tank top line. Yeah. Something I heard
0: in yeah. one of
1: them. I was yeah. like I've done with this. <laughs> 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 um, so it's it's way beyond the physical and uh, we, we we try to see people holistically.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So one thing uh what what does it call it? Twerk. Twerk-asana. Twerk-asana. So uh, tell me a little bit about that. <laughs> I will say the, the one thing that, once again, caught my attention was twerk. I said, ooh, I, yeah. like, I can't wait till these pictures come out. Uh-huh. Uh, and yes. I will say uh, credit to you uh, and the leader that you are in the country that you um, you created was it was a lot of women of all shapes and sizes. Yeah. So when I first seen a photo of that, I was excited because these were all shapes and sizes Mm -hmm. and and it really shows you what beauty is because beauty comes in all shapes and sizes yeah a lot of times women in particular don't see the inner beauty or what beauty is yeah so uh so for me it was a beautiful picture because it was it was several different women in a pose, a twerk pose. Ah. That was awesome. Ah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it was just exhuming <laughs> confidence of who they are. Yeah. And you don't see people. It's I just seen a picture full of people without their mask on. And, and for me, it was beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, Corinne. Uh sprigler, who's one of my best friends. Okay. And uh, she just, she's like a, um, I want to say, like a hype girl. Okay. She just knows, like, how you do in your classes. You're like, come on, let's
0: go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah.
1: she's just like that, but in yoga. Okay. And, and she found a way to do so it.
0: So does it sound more like...
1: Let's go. No,
0: no! Oh okay. God!
1: <laughs> She's like, come on, shake your, shake your asana. Like yeah, she just, uh, she gets really down with yeah, things. Yeah, yeah that's um, awesome. and she just has that type of confidence to where she can bring it. Um, so she is a unique snowflake, and um, sh- it, so we go through a mixture of um postures, and then she'll throw in like a little bit of like while you're in the prop, the posture, like warrior two. Twerking a little? Yeah, yeah. Twerking a little? <laughs> and she breaks it down, you know? Like, uh, so she's really good at doing it. Oh, she's it. good at it? I mean, it? her okay. spine looks like liquid, right, wow. when she does it. Okay. Um, and she just.
0: Can she, she go makes, left cheek, right cheek?
1: I think so. Okay, all yeah, right. She's just, pretty just answer this Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I just. Detroit is the land of the twerk, too. Okay. So I've seen some left cheek onlys for like four of them and then right and then right left cheek. Yeah, oh, it's shit. A, yeah yeah. I mean I'm married now so <laughs> I was going to say
1: Jillian she I, comes with look, I'm cat. just
0: curious because I, I need to get my wife in that left cheek right <laughs> cheek you know yeah.
1: get her to I, I, she would absolutely love to yeah I alsana. know she would, she would. Um, but I, I think we really love it because it is so body pause as you mentioned Um and yeah women just let their guard down and they feel safe to be themselves and as Corinne says she's like shake it jiggle it she's like it doesn't matter if it's on your arm or it's on your ass ah. she's like just shake it. It's beautiful. Mm. It's your body. Like learn to be in your body and love it and accept it. Mm. And the power that comes from it, you know, as far as we've talked about our journeys of really seeing people, Mm -hmm. um, and how love has been a way to sort of burn out any obstacles that we had from seeing people Mm -hmm. loving your body is a huge, like when you love your body, then you can be present in your body we often reject our bodies you know whatever it's it's too old it's too sick it's too tired it's too fat it's too thin you know whatever we'll make something up but when we do that we disconnect so it's actually twerk is actually very yogic it's a uh. celebration of the divine feminine
0: wow that's a look some Get my site. wife into the damn. <laughs> path,
1: <right? laughs> I will. Uh, I'm gonna message her after this.
0: Yeah, Just yeah. like You message my. Like, come in for Jenny a session. Me. All right, and then, Jenny, I need to talk to you about something that's really <laughs> beneficial for your hips. All right. Uh,
1: it does. It actually makes your back feel really nice.
0: Look, then, I ain't yeah. going to be in there, but I do have a- <laughs> this year, so We yeah. haven't had a guy yet.
1: But. Yeah, no, nah,
0: I you know if anybody's going to be in there, I'd be the, the first guy <laughs> ever. Uh so in, in your opinion, what's the um well, nah, Pain, you are expert at this. Okay. So, um what's the difference between mental exercise and spiritual exercise and um and what's the importance of both of them connecting?
1: Hmm. Mental exercise um and
0: spiritual. I mean, so, my fault. Physical exercise okay. and spiritual Okay, exercise. all right. That's Sorry. it. Okay. Yeah. Um,
1: so physical will get you there, but it's when um, you have, uh, so there's a word in, in uh, Sanskrit, it's vairagyam, and it means detachment. When we have so much attachment to physical appearances or like tangible objects, you know, like we're very cerebral. Right. Which, okay, like, you know, reading books, doing puzzles, all those things like that tickles a part of your brain. And that's very important because that's that's a part of you. That's, That's a tool. Your brain is a tool and you need to keep it sharp. So um, having mental and then physical, you know, keep your body strong, right? I I feel stronger when I'm doing my pull-ups with you because we've been breaking it down, right? So that gives a sort of confidence. You know, you have dopamine in your body, right? And there's uh, definitely like biochemical responses that happen when you're exercising. So physical fitness is very important, right? And and it's like one of the, it's the number one cure for depression, right? Mm. Get your body moving Mm -hmm. however it's joyous for you. So that's important. And that can make you want to be in your body because it feels good. Spiritual is when you find a space of union within you, like you connect mind, body, spirit, and you love all aspects of yourself. Mm. So I find with physical fitness, a lot of times uh, people can become hyper identified with their body. Mm. You know, like I am this, I am my, you know, all the the goodies on a, on a woman, like perk it up, like drop it, lift it, you know, we become obsessed. You know, in our culture, um, and again, like I, I said, taking care of your body, awesome. Working it, awesome. Spiritual is when that stuff—it's funny because that stuff becomes a little bit less important, or mm. you don't—you um, don't have as much of an attachment to it, um, and you find peace and love within. You know, like, you know that God exists in you, and you, you choose to love yourself, even when your body's sick, or you gain weight, or you lose weight, or whatever, you get stretch marks, or um, you don't feel good. Um, so spiritual fitness is that constant practice, we call it sadhana and yoga. It's the daily discipline of coming up, showing up to your life, and choosing to love yourself. Uh, That's fucking hard sometimes. Yeah. When you don't feel good, when your back hurts, like, you know, you and your partner got an argument it's 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 hard to choose to love it's a skill it's a skill and then but when when you don't choose love it makes life a lot harder right and so that's why I do what I do that's why you do what you Mm do right Mm -hmm. to help people love themselves I I heard you say I forget if it was to me or somebody else but I heard you say something like you know as a trainer you know yeah like it's great like people lose a few pounds whatever they tone up you know and like they're getting strong, but what you said you really look for is like the confidence. They grow as a person.
0: Yeah, who they become.
1: Yeah, who they become in that process, the wholeness of them,
0: right?
1: because we know that 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 you know even temporary if um you know they lose five pounds or are looking in the mirror a little bit more at their ass yeah like that's all good and fine too right it's cool there's yeah nothing wrong with that yeah, there's nothing wrong but with if that. you get too obsessed with that and like you don't focus on like developing that inner love yeah because guess what you don't get to keep this body nope. right it decays mm-hmm. it sags like it changes it shifts yep. hormones all over the place so physical fitness taking care of your vessel uh spiritual fitness being in the vessel, choosing to be in the vessel and keep showing up for yourself in the vessel.
0: Oh <laughs> she just dropped the mic. Alright, pick the damn mic up. Please.
1: No, 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 no. Knocked it off the table. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, that's that's so important. Um, so in the age where I truly believe everybody knows it's important to love themselves. Yeah. In your opinion, what what do you feel like is the one of the main reasons why they choose not to or why it's so, so difficult to not love themselves because everybody know. Yeah. Like, everybody and, knows. and what makes me sad sometimes is, you know, you look online and stuff like that. And like when certain people see beauty in a picture, I see the mask on and that, that bothers me so much. Yeah. You know, uh, so what, what, are, what do you feel like is the biggest reasons for people trying to keep that mask on, knowing that their life will honestly be better without it?
1: So I think that uh, we live in a culture where um, we are shamed a lot. Okay. You know, whether it be like, kind of like unconsciously shamed you know from media you know for women look a certain way for men you know don't show your feelings right be just be the rock be strong and then so then when you have these feelings you look different than what they think you're supposed to look like um or you, you know you have a different ethnicity than what is like mm-hmm. the preferred kind some bullshit like you you doubt yourself and like you start to reject yourself mm-hmm. so i think it starts like very young um with that in addition to sometimes, you know, people growing up, we, our, our parents grew up in this, a different culture, mm-hmm. right? Like the American culture has evolved, yeah. right? And so you, you know, you kept the skeletons in your closet, you didn't air out your dirty laundry. Yeah. So, you know, also um, parents, you know, a lot of times they don't know how to love themselves. And so they raised you and, and the most powerful way that children learn is through modeling, right? So model what their parents have done. Yeah. You know, that not what
0: they say, right?
1: Not what they say. I mean, sometimes what they say, we say a bad word and you have a reaction. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I get it. But, um, no, the actions that they take, right? And then the if you don't have a presence with them, they know. Mm. they know because you know when you have a child they are consciously connected to you right and so when you are rejecting yourself so i'm saying from the parents standpoint you know your child's going to be like oh where's mommy's love where's daddy's love how come they're not here like you know and then your mind starts to go you start to question things and a lot of times people have a question how come i'm unlovable how come mom Mm. and dad don't love me Mm. how come they won't spend time with me and then so that that is another way or reason why I think people reject themselves. So, like with the work that I do, we do a lot of healing in a child that just seems to be my niche.
0: Yeah, um,
1: yeah. And we go back into that time when they were a child and we give them the love and support that they craved that their parents just didn't have available. Yeah. You know, like your parents are do, like, you know, like my, my dad was working two or three jobs, you know, put him, putting himself through college. You know, my mom had her issues. She's bipolar and, you know, um, just had a lot of challenges in her life. So they weren't really available there for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, to show me what love looked like. Uh, they they tried their best in their own yeah. way. You know, like my mom yeah. gave me food. My dad, um, you know, he would s- support me in certain ways, you know, yeah. and, and give me advice. So I think that culture mixed with, you know, a lot of times parents don't have the conscious connection with their children. I think that all of that would make us, like, just reject ourselves, mm. you know, not love ourselves because we weren't shown how. Yeah.
0: True that. True that. All right. So, um, so you wrote a book. I did. All right, and um, and you talked about addiction and stuff like that. So, uh, take us to some of those moments. Uh, where were you at mentally, and uh, and what did you do to get over it?
1: So, writing the book or being in the story of the book.
0: Being in the story of the book. Ah, okay. <laughs> Tell us a little about the book.
1: Yeah, sure. So, um, the the book is a twelve week program um, mm-hmm. that I put together. And um, it's meant to take you from ground zero yeah. of, you know, you have stopped using your substance of choice, mm-hmm. right? But you're still, like, you have all these unresolved feelings on the inside, right? Because what brought you to addiction, you know, you weren't born addicted, except for in very rare cases. Like, you had pain on the inside that was unaddressed, and so you found coping mechanisms is essentially it. Um so the the book takes you through twelve weeks, and we go through shame, through guilt, bam, through healing your child, through you know healing your relationship with your body. Um, I'm tying in and I actually have like a whole platform. Of when you buy the book, you get um, free uh, like life coaching videos. You get okay. free um, yoga. You get also free meditations. So it's combining the four elements, which is meditation, yoga, nutrition, and life coaching. Those four elements
0: so damn man i ain't get that part <laughs> man, i'm glad i know nice. yeah. man, i can't wait to go on yoke yeah. yeah the yeah. book is good but she shitty she didn't give me the other parts that came with it <laughs> <laughs> no, it's right. so like um so how did you come to this um so what are some of the things that you went through and what are some of the specific ways that uh, helped you overcome addiction
1: yeah, so I grew up What were you in, addicted to, love? I know, right? Yeah. now it seems like <laughs> it. Um, so it was uh, pills and uh, alcohol. Okay. Pills I could be sneaky with. You know, I had my uppers and I had my downers. Okay. And they completely fried my nervous system for a long time. I was just very, like, ooh, yeah, know, very intense yeah. person and kind of, like, also locked into trauma, which... Now I'm healthy enough to process. But, and then alcohol, you know, it was pretty bad. And my affair with alcohol wasn't as bad with the pills. Okay. Because alcohol tore up my stomach so bad that I started getting, like, weird rashes on my body. Like, chronic anxiety and ulcers.
0: Um,
1: I, I couldn't even, like, be around people. I would, like, turn red and, like, then go really pale and sweat profusely. It was like I would have panic attacks being around people.
0: Around people? And this lasted for? A few years. Shit. How did it start?
1: It just like it caught. I was I was using. What
0: were you doing when you first took your first pill? Uh,
1: gosh. I mean. A party. No, um, I was a teenager, and I was gosh the first one. Maybe I. My sister was um, diagnosed with ADHD, and so I got into her Ritalin. So.
0: (laughs) Um, Snuck into it.
1: Yeah, I. um, I think I'm trying to think of. I haven't been asked this
0: question before, yeah.
1: so I'm like trying to remember it, you know.
0: I'm I'm um, just always curious because addiction is addiction, but I'm always yeah. curious on like how did the first one happen.
1: So the, the, the memory that I have is when I got into my mom's diet pills, so that probably messed me up. And then after that, I was looking for that boost. Okay. And I, I wanted to stay focused, and then I also wanted to, like, lose weight, et cetera. So, okay. But I think most for most of uh, it, I wanted to have a good performance. Yeah, okay. So,
0: okay. That was the initial.
1: Yeah. And then okay. I got into um, hydrocodone. um while afterwards, because I had so much pain in my body, and I went to a doctor that was just, like, he was a pill pusher. And I I was a pill acceptor. I was like, thank you. Yeah, let me get 13 of
0: these. Yeah, Yeah, this is great.
1: So, uh, yeah, I would write, like, prescriptions for, like, three months, and I would, like, go through them in, like, two weeks. Mm -hmm. It was pretty bad. Um, So that... That part of my story is I guess like where I started and then the effects of that like really messed me up. So, you know, as I mentioned, I was bulimic for 12 years. So my bulimia was especially bad in college because you know, the stress, the pressure. Um, I also grew up in the ghetto and, um, I had a lot of friends that were into heroin, like so many friends just like dropping like flies, like Uh. overdosing on heroin, um, some cocaine, but mostly heroin. Okay. And I would, I don't know, I, 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 hung out with like really bad people that, um, I mean not all of them right yeah. I had some some people I would still kick it with but like most of them were just like shitty and they would treat me like garbage and I wanted like love and affection so much even though it came like this much yeah that I chose to hung out with them. And I guess, I mean, a part of me, you know, has that, like, rebel punk rock Yeah, 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 you
0: definitely So, do. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so I was definitely attracted to their mischievousness. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of, like, how everything started to go down. Like, I hung out with people. And, God, my sensei used to tell me this. My karate sensei had a huge role in my life. But he'd say, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are.
0: Yeah. It and sounds I mean, so corny, right? Because everybody's know But what? It's nothing more true, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's absolutely right. And I like now that I'm older, I'm like. I get it, sensei. Damn, but, sensei. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but he would say that, and he would, like, point to, like, tattered posters on the wall and say, quitters never win, winners never quit. And he just had all Ooh. these, like, yeah, he's was, like, um, cliche, like, corny. I was, like, oh, whatever. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, But, like, yeah. now that I'm older, I'm, like, God, they're so true. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, Or, like,
1: get yeah. one, I'm, like, at, at, the, at the studio. Like, this is my yeah. dude, like, quitters never win, winners never I win. I like that one. Yeah. I like that one. That was one. one of his favorites. Um, mm. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, hanging out with people that didn't love themselves. Okay. And then, you know, just having drugs everywhere. Luckily, I didn't get into heroin. I saw so many of my friends die. And luckily, I was also into martial arts. Okay. because I really feel like that saved me because a lot of my friends didn't have a physical outlet. And on top mm. of that, they didn't have a sensei like I did. My okay. sensei was an exceptional man.
0: Changed your life. He absolutely Way changed my life. Way more than
1: Yes yeah absolutely so um yeah if i didn't have that i'd probably be dead honestly
0: is is so is um is having him in your life probably the single reason why you was able to get over it like what made you want to just make a change or stop because i'm sure you was good at hiding from him i was
1: yeah. well no I, I was but he could really see me He could really <sighs> and see is this what people
0: is this what made you curious about people Maybe. Because he was the first person to ever see you was like, yeah, stop, you lying. Did that kind of, do you think that that was the first time subliminally that you had the spark of being like, how does he do this? And this makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. This is pretty, it's a cool power. How the hell do I get this power? Sensei, please. <laughs> Teach me this. Not, I powers, don't need to fight. Sensei. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, you know, I haven't thought about it that way before, but I think maybe he did impart me. I might get a little emotional. He may have given me that gift, right, because he cared. He loved me so much. I just want to share a story about how much he loved me. So... Um, I was uh, fighting one night uh, and I think I was like like a second-degree brown belt or something And I was just in a pissy mood, you know my hormones were all over the place and I was fighting and um, I I dropped my hands and he popped me in the face to, like teach me and it wasn't a light hit Like I got bloody noses sometimes, but he just he,
0: he was fighting him
1: yeah, I was fighting okay. him. Okay. Like, just sparring. He yeah, wasn't
0: yeah, yeah. going for it mean, at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, fighting him, and then he popped me, and I was just like, oh, just keep my hands up. He's like, you got to keep your hands up. He's like, how many times have I told you? And then I ro- walked forward. He, sw- he swept my leg, did like a judo sweep, and then punching me in the face again.
0: Fuck. <laughs> Damn, since so I...
1: The way that he taught yeah. was firm, but that's that's yeah, the teacher yeah. that I needed at the yeah. time, because I, I was very much a hard ass. So, then when he did that second night, it was just one of those, like, I had so much built up, and I was just like, like, straw that broke the camel's back, and I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, you win. I was like, and I don't need this, and I don't need this dojo, and I don't need you, and I don't need this belt. And I took off my belt, and I held it in my hand, and I threw it on the floor. And you do not do that in martial arts. That is the ultimate disrespect. Okay, okay. So, I did that, and I was like, ah, And then I looked at him and I saw, like he put the fear of God into me. (laughs) He was just like, like he couldn't believe that I had done that. And I was like and then all of a sudden I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and then so Let me grab this belt. No, yeah. No, I, don't wait. No, I yeah. ran. I oh. left the belt there. I ran out the dojo as fast as I could. I'm like trying to like grab my gear bag. It's fucking falling everywhere. I'm trying to put on my shoe. We were on the third floor. It's a oh. very tiny staircase. Okay. Very like small dojo. I'm falling down the steps, got my gear bag, everything's all crazy. I I I go up the front door, I'm booking it. Like as fast as I can. Okay. Right? And I was like, mmm 18. Okay. And I was pretty fit. Yeah. Sensei comes roaring up behind me like the Terminator, puts me in a headlock. Oh fuck. Yeah. He's a grandmaster, by the way, so that's okay. like the highest degree that you can get. Okay. And I'm like, I'm like trying to flail on him. Yeah, it's, not, I'm just, to, a, it's not doing anything. Yeah. yeah. And he could have snapped me if he wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> so and he, he's just like slowly like he's like, and he had a very like raspy voice. He's like, come on, Red, you gotta come back to the dojo. <laughs> and I was like, I don't wanna come back. <laughs> He's like, no. He's like, you got to come back. Your family needs you. And I was like, damn. I have a family and they need me. And I kind of like went limp because it just hit me because he had the words. And um, I was like, okay. He's like, now if I let you go, are you going to not book? And I thought about it first. Just to be a brat, I was like, I not want to run. And I was like, okay, no. So he let me go. I geared up again, I put back on my belt. And I spent the next 10 years of my life fighting.
0: Wow. Dang. (laughs) You almost had a tear slip out of my eye. Because, like, when you say that, uh, when you say that, it's just, you can feel it. You can feel it. And um, I think a lot of times the reason why I'm so passionate, I can tear up too. is because, like, I I didn't have a lot of different coaches that loved me for me. I was just a gifted athlete. And, you know, I was always, I was empty. Uh, Some of the coaches I looked up to... The most I remember, one of my coaches in low league told me. He said, "Man, uh, we had just lost a game. We hadn't lost a game in five, six years. It was the first team to do it. It was undefeated for six years. Wow! And uh, and that's why I developed winning that. And uh, we lost. We was the, lost in the semifinals. Man. And everybody's crying. I mean, you would have thought. I mean, literally, it was uh, it was like somebody dying. Somebody dying. I mean, every that's what it felt like. Yeah. You know. Uh, and uh, and I remember him in front of everybody saying like. If I was to have a son, it would be like him. And, like, it made me feel super special. Yeah. The, the only thing that made me feel shitty is when my father passed away. He was one of the people that he always had the words. Uh, and he said, yo, everybody going to tell you that they are going to be there for you and everything. So I'm going to get with you in two weeks. When all this die down, everybody go back to living their life. He was like, uh, and we'll go out then. And that was special to me. The only unfortunate part is he was one of those people, too he never had no follow through so i never really talked to him i actually wrote him a long letter and i never released and i never said it's in my word document and i just just let him know how that felt um but it was always my goal ever since that point to make somebody feel the way that he made me feel but also had a follow through yeah and that's that's been one way uh that's how i kind of go about my coaching uh, that's why I say I don't I don't really care about if you ruin the game. My favorite thing is having these athletes. When they touch Bradenton, I'm always one of the first people that they call. And it's not because I'm the greatest trainer. Because I'm, I'm not. I'm just you're the greatest version. Of my, I'm fucking great, actually. <laughs> but, like, you know, it is. So, like, I'm, one thing I want to talk about is, uh, you know, so you're a yoga instructor. Yeah. Right? Which is far, let's, let's say, if left is the... The super sense, like that's the spiritual. Like, but you also a fucking black belt, which is all the way to the right. Yeah. Like, like, how does that happen in one person? Like, how does the uh, uh, turn into the person that's Yah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah? So, uh, so how how does that help you um, in in doing what you do?
1: So, uh, martial arts definitely gave me a great work ethic and a lot of discipline. Um, Unfortunately, at that time, it wasn't rooted from the the space of love because I didn't really love myself. Okay. But that being said, I had those things put in place, (sighs) right? So then yoga came, you know, later on in life when I was already kind of like beat up and Mm -hmm. um, out of necessity because I just i needed some refuge from the the storm within right Mm. so yoga helped me to direct my mind to find peace within and really tap into that space of love Mm. martial arts is like the follow-through the martial arts taught me the discipline so like if anyone's listening to this and you're thinking about getting your kids in martial arts find a good sensei it can be life-changing if they need discipline if they need structure so i got all of that from Mm. martial arts and then the yoga came and sort of softened me a little bit but i found that softness is actually strength right yeah. so you know the 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 true warrior is one who is you know not just on the outside but also willing to go inward and and look at their darkness and and try their best to accept it make peace because then when you do that as far as a warrior, you don't have to fight battles that are unnecessary, uh, like battles with yourself, like battles with others, because you see much more clearly and you see, you know, that these things are just obstacles and the way that you get beyond them is rather than like fighting them necessarily is, is turning inward and you bring out that inner warrior.
0: So, wow. Yes. Is that, is that, do you credit both of these disciplines, which... Tend to be on the opposite side, uh coming together. Uh, is that one of the reasons why you can you can get the mask off and create a safe environment by saying, no, no, you gonna come back.
1: Your family needs you. So
0: like, so is that the, the the yoga in you is able to to see if they wearing the mask and, and slowly take it off for them And uh, martial arts is give you a firmness to be like this is what you need, this is what you will do. You know, it, yeah. it, is that kind of how it...
1: Yeah, it's a, so there's a, a saying in Sanskrit, it's a sirham sukham asanam. It means steadiness and ease in the posture, or it can mean, you know, uh, when you approach things in life, you want to have a softness, like land softly, right? You yeah. have the stability and enough to be firm. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and then after that, you, you take off softly. So... Um, that has both of them combined has given me the the strength that mm. i can stand with people in the fires in their tapasya which is their austerities their inner discipline um i can call it out with love yeah right because okay. i used to like teach like boot camps and stuff yeah, like yeah. that i used to do training and stuff but um you know i don't think i had the same sense of love so okay. those things coming together really um have made me uh, just a much more powerful in, in guiding people
0: so, wow yeah wow yeah. is it is they it go together
1: well, do you actually. do
0: you take uh like when you, whenever you approaching a person do you feel like it's certain percentages that you take from from either one like sometimes when you're dealing with like a, a strong male who had this guard up mm-hmm. are you are you more black belt than yoga yeah, that's, that's it, a good question. It goes back and forth every time.
1: It, yeah, it, it's it's really intuitive okay. as far as, like, what percentages. I'm not like, I'm going to be 68% yep. of that Yeah, yeah. It. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. it's nothing like that, of yeah. course. Um, but, yeah, there's a natural, like, scale that I can go on. Um, yeah, and then there's certain people that have their guard up. And, um, you know, depending on the situation, what I vibe from them, I will... You know may, sometimes i might even soften like a lot okay. so they feel like safe because yeah. sometimes people are coming extra firm because again they 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 have shame or they mm. don't like themselves and so i i want to like surround them with love almost mm. like one of my mentors frannie hoffman did for me she she taught me the gift of unconditional love just with her presence that was a very powerful experience for me so sometimes i go that way but if they're being a butthead, sometimes I have to pull out the black
0: belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, that's, Show them what's up. Yeah, yeah. No, that's awesome, Cause I can back it up. Yeah. Like, you know, one thing I, um, like, I, I know you for years now. I always feel like you was a person that I can go to and talk to about anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was a part of me that I'm like, I don't know. She can probably whoop my ass. <laughs> like it was just, it was just something. I, like you always, you got both of them. Like you look in their eyes and you can see sweet, or it's like, is that crazy? Oh, sure. there's I, a little I, bit of crazy I, it's in a there crazy. for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you and I, I feel like I, it's is cut from the same cloth, and uh, oh. we do so much for the community, um, unselfishly. I come to you to get recharged, um, and uh, who do you go to to recharge?
1: Um, So while I go to you, right, I look forward to our training sessions, you know. Like, sometimes I'll be, like, actually, the other day, yesterday, I was kind of, like, woke up and I was, like, meh, mood. But, like, just being around you and your, like, positive energy it's contagious, and I know that. Um, I have well. I'm doing a 300, another 300 hour with um, one of my teachers, Jay Martin. Okay. He is um, a tantric yogi, which is different than the classical form that I trained in. Okay. So um, you know, I, I go to my studio. I, I have some friends like um, Diana. I saw this morning. Yep. Um, she's amazing. Corinne is just like. A uh, party in a bottle, yeah, as I say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, my father is a, a great resource. Um, wow. My okay. my partner Matt, you know, he can. Matt has a really special gift where he can. He he's really good at you know the conscious like seeing past. Wow. You know because okay. uh, whatever relationship you're in, I mean it's it's hard to be authentic 100 percent of the time because we all have mm-hmm. pain stuff come up. And so when I do throw up a wall, he's like. Whatever, and yeah, I just got yeah. to pull the curtain yeah. away. And I'm like, I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, how dare you yeah, yeah, see yeah. my pain? Yeah,
0: yep, yep.
1: Yeah, and I get and mad. Both
0: at and both of y'all in martial arts, so that's one hell of a fight. I
1: know. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm not breaking it up. I'm know, just letting you know.
1: Yeah, that's what people say. Yeah. Like, aren't you a lethal couple? Yeah. Like, well, yeah. You know, that's what I <laughs> are.
0: Uh, so
1: yeah, I just I surround myself with good people now. You that's know? awesome. Yeah, and then it's once in a while I get a guru that is. Um, you know, like like Jay that I'm looking very forward to mm-hmm. working
0: with. So, yeah. Uh, one thing that I always ask everybody uh, before they ask is probably the most important question that I ask. So when it's all said and done, all said and done, uh, your life is over with somebody coming up to speak on your behalf. What is it do you want to leave the world as far as your legacy go? Hmm. What is something that you you wish for people to to know about you as that person coming up to talk about you and your life?
1: I guess the first thing that comes to mind is that she had to she had the courage to go deep with herself so that she could go deep with others and show them the way.
0: Shit! Oh, say that again. Can you can you even say that again? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Um, she had to, the courage to go deep so that she can go deep with others and show, show them the way. So it's, um, yeah, take it that I, I always love people that go deep with themselves and work through their stuff. We all have pain and suffering, but um, you find a way, you know, if you keep, you keep showing up to it over and over again, right, it's your daily discipline, um, you will make progress, you will go through, and you, you love yourself and you love everybody enough to do that, even on the days where you don't want to, and so I, I think it would be nice to be remembered as just someone that had the courage to go there with people and the, the compassion to help them along the way.
0: Honestly, I, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely getting that on the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I give you, I give you five percent of the profit. I, I don't need the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. So, uh, Aaron, uh, always appreciate your time. Uh, Likewise. And I'm, I'm so glad that. Uh, you join me on the Shada Expresso, mm-hmm. so uh, looking forward to one our bodywork sessions and meditations. That's life changing for me, okay. uh, and also you know just just being friends for the for the rest of lifetime. Okay. It really makes a difference for me because you are one of the first people that when I come in to see you and it's like yo just just chill out. Mm-hmm. All right, you don't have to be nothing. Mm-hmm. This is you being selfish. Mm-hmm. Take this moment and and just relax within yourself. And I appreciate you, and I'm looking forward to what you do uh, for the rest of the world. So, I uh, just nice. want to say I love you and I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for listening to the Raise Ramblings podcast. I hope it brought you value this week. If it did, make sure you subscribe and follow Raise Ramblings on social media. If you want the key points, bonus materials from this episode and future episodes, head over to RaiseRamblings.com slash podcast and sign up for the ray club you also get special perks early access and weekly motivation sent directly to your inbox people all of it for free just by signing up for the ray club at raysromance.com slash podcast again thanks for listening people have a great week and be the best version of yourself